So we pick up on uh, Daf 93b, that is uh, Tzadik uh, Gimel Amud Bet, and uh, we uh, conclude uh, our discussion. Well, I mean, we carry on, maybe, not conclude, uh, but we have a bit of a sum up over here. Amar Abai, Abai says, we start off with this, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, Rabbi uh, Shammai, Rabbi Leezer ben Yaakov, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel, Kulanus Virelehu, Shunu b'makomo omeid. Uh, so really what uh, all of these uh, Tanaim hold uh, is that, uh, that uh, if it, even though there is a change, uh, the changed item uh, still uh, is, is considered to be as it was before. And uh, we, we see that uh, because up until now uh, what we've been understanding is that uh, once you make a change the thief would acquire it and all he has to give back uh, is uh, the actual money that it's worth at the time and, and for example our Mishnah had given that impression as well uh, but we have had <coughs> a few uh, different uh, yesterday especially uh, was uh, well we only started yesterday but that was where uh, we got the impression that there are some people uh, there are some Tanaim that disagree with it and, and here uh, we, we, we have a list of Tanaim, which means uh, in, in different ways. doesn't mean that they all have to hold exactly the same way. Whenever you have a, like a laundry list of, of Tanaim like this that hold away, it means that they hold in general uh, a certain concept, but doesn't mean that they wouldn't disagree on certain issues. But we don't flesh out uh, those issues right now, uh, what the differences would be. We just say in general they hold, uh, they hold the principle uh, that something is still uh, in its place. All right, and... Uh, uh, then the thief wouldn't acquire it uh, as it is. He has to be, would be forced to give it back, even in its changed state. Uh, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Haidam Ran. Uh, we'd said that Shimon ben Yehuda uh, was what we finished with yesterday. Uh, even if the will got died, uh, it still uh, is, is combines with the will of other animals uh, to, to be become the minimum quantity of wool uh, which you would have to give uh, to the to a Kohen for ratio takes, as we saw yesterday. Right, now uh, we move on uh, to other uh, uh, Tanaim, those other Tanaim, we start listing them off. Beit Shammai, Mahi, what is that case? Datanya, uh, as we learned in Abrata. Natan la Chitim, Beit Nena, Vasan, Solet. What happens is, a man goes and sleeps with a prostitute and he gives her uh, some, some wheat uh, as her payment. And what she does with the wheat, uh, she grinds it and uh, changes it into flour. Uh, or he gives her zaitim, he gives her olives, vasan shemen, and she turns it into olive oil. Anavim, uh, if you give her grapes as payment for her fee, vasan asa'an yain, and she turns it into wine. Tani khada, one opinion holds. Asur, you're not allowed to bring the wheat, uh, or, or the, let's say the flour, uh, the oil, all those, uh, all those, wine, all that wine, uh, up to the Beit Mikdash, uh, because you're not allowed to use that in offering, uh, because an etnanzona uh, is not allowed to be used uh, in the Beit Mikdash. The way it, uh, the way it works, uh, for example, uh, you you're not allowed to give. If you would give her a sheep, uh, according to everyone, uh, it wouldn't uh, be allowed to be offered up on the altar. Uh, it is uh, considered uh, disgusting to offer that type of animal on the altar, specific negative commandments. Now, what happens if she takes these uh, basic items and she turns them into something that is used on the altar? Uh, uh, one opinion holds, Asur, you're not allowed to, to bring them up uh, in, uh, as, as part of a mincha or else a, a nesech, a libation. 
uh, because uh, it says you're not allowed to, it's still considered what's uh, defined as an etinanzona, uh, payment given to a prostitute. Vatani uh, Irak, another opinion holds, no, Mutar, uh, you are allowed to do it. Uh, uh, seemingly, uh, as, we, as we'll explain, uh, Rabbi Yosef, uh, and Rabbi Yosef said, Tana Gurion de Istipiak, that a person called Gurion of Istipak says, no, Bechama on Osrin. He explains, he says, Bechama is the one that said, is it Asr, Ubaitilo. Uh, Matirin and Beit Hillel says you are allowed to bring it up. My time at Beit Shammai, what is the reason of Beit Shammai? Makra gam shnehem, because it says you're not allowed to bring the Etnan Zona or Mechir Kelev, Beit Hashem and Okecha, and it says, because uh, it is Toeva, uh, uh, I think it says Toeva gam shnehem. Uh, maybe actually let's just uh, look at uh, at that verse uh, inside uh, just to, to make sure that, uh, that to, to quote it in, in, in context. Uh, so the verse uh, is in uh, chapter 23 of, uh, of, of Devarim. Uh, that, uh, that really is in, in Pasha Kitatse where you have a, uh, a lot of... Um, you know, you have the most laws in any parsha in the whole Torah. So, it, you know, there's one of uh, the many laws uh, that are there. So, anyway, it's, it's chapter uh, 23, uh, verse 19, uh, reads as follows. Uh, verse 19, it says, Lord Tavi, etnan zona, mechir kelev, beit Hashem lokecha, lechol neder, ki toivat Hashem lokecha, gam shnehem. Uh, you're not allowed to bring uh, this fee for this prostitute or the or this uh, payment for a dog into the house of Hashem, your God, uh, in you know to fulfil any vow, because uh, both are an abomination. Uh, it says gam uh, shnehem. You know they they are both an abomination. All right. So that is uh, uh, that that is the verse, and uh, we see that uh, it, it uses that thing gam. Uh, um, Shnehem lerabot shnehem. That is uh, uh, that. That's by Chama's thing. Any time, gam shnehem shnehem. Instead of instead of saying both of these are an abomination, uh, it says shnehem lerabot shnehem. Uh, is he kind of plays with the word a little bit? He says uh, even things that have changed, uh, and that's uh, and that's it. Uh, and that's what he used. Beitilal. Uh, what does Beitilal say? Why they muta amakra heim? These things. Uh, the, these things are an abomination, i.e. the lamb or the mechir kelev v'lo shinoehem, that uh, you, and, and, uh, you know, but uh, they are forbidden, uh, those things explicitly in the Pasuk, but not uh, things that have changed. Ubeit uh, shamai, uh, you know, it, it means that something that you bring up directly, for example, if you gave a wheat, uh, I mean, if you gave a actual flour, if you gave her actual wine, if you gave her actual oil, uh, then she wouldn't be allowed to bring that up uh, into the, the Beit HaMikdash. It's something that's used directly in an offering. But if you, you gave her uh, the raw material, the wheat, the, the, the grapes or the olives, and she converted it, uh, he says, no, it's only those things that could be brought up directly are forbidden. Uh, that is Beit Hillel's view. Something not something that is changed. What does Beit Shammai do with the word? Uh, it needs, he needs it for the following. It uh, means that uh, if you gave this, uh, this prostitute uh, the, an animal and uh, she left it for a little bit and uh, it had a child, 
that child would be fine. So the offspring of an animal uh, giving to, to, the, uh, to this woman uh, would be allowed to, to be brought up. And that's it. Uh, what does Beit Hillel uh, do? That's how they mashmi He learns both things from them. These things, specifically these things, are forbidden, but not uh, if it would have children. Uh, it's not defined as these things, and, and, uh, and if it would get changed, essentially, uh, for example, from grapes into wine, uh, then it, it also as well. Uh, but now we just now we see that what Beit Hillel, how he deals with the word haim. Uh, I mean, we, he, he has haim, uh, and we see how Beit Shammah deals with the word haim. Uh, and now the opposite, though, Beit Hillel nami hakativ gam. What about the word gam? Uh, he, he, what does he do with that? A gum, the baitilo kasha. We say, actually, you're right. Uh, it is a kasha. We're not quite sure uh, what they would say about that. All right, but uh, really, we brought this to show uh, that Bait Shammai holds that even in the situation where something has been changed uh, quite dramatically from uh, oil into wine, grapes into, uh, I mean, oil, I mean, olives into oil, uh, grapes into wine. Uh, and uh, um, wheat into, wheat into flour, flour uh, all of those things uh, would be uh, f- uh, forbidden. I mean, would be allowed uh, according to, to Beit Shammah. Oh, no, sorry, forbidden uh, according to Beit Shammah because even though they've dramatically changed, uh, it's still considered uh, this Etnan Zona. Right, Rabbi Dezer ben Yaakov, Mahi, what is the story of Rabbi Dezer ben Yaakov? So now, uh, what is that? The Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov source that some, even though it undergoes a change, is still considered. You would have to it, uh, consider the essential item, and uh, and you would have to give it back uh, to the person of Tanya. Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov Meir Harei Shegazal Sayer Shalchitin Tachana Alasha Vaafa. Uh, he says, if you steal something, a sayer of wheat from someone, you grind it, you knead it, uh, and you, and uh, and uh, but then uh, and you bake it, uh, and then you go along and you separate chala uh, from the stolen thing. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, you know what what brocha uh, does he say? Uh, and uh, you know it, 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 the question is: uh, Is he talking about a brocha over the separation of the chala, uh, which seems to be the thing, as opposed to a brocha over the item itself? Uh, uh, you know, pre uh, pre-eating brocha. So anyway, uh, we assume that it's on the chala. Uh, basically, this is uh, not defined as a blessing, uh, but it's it's talking about it's like a, it's a disgrace. Uh, if you you know and and that's it so and it could be that uh, if it's it's the same thing as uh, if you would be forced to eat non-kosher uh, you wouldn't say a blessing before or after eating it okay so uh, that is uh, uh, that's that all right so now uh, this is a uh, it, it's a disgrace to do that because you've violated the commandment of Hashem and now you like blessing Hashem and that's part of uh, the, the, the Tehillim number 10 it says uh, a robber who, who says a blessing uh, is basically uh, um, you know na'its is like blaspheming or disgracing Hashem by saying that alright because uh, you, you, you're pretending to be all holy and meanwhile uh, you are a, a thief and therefore uh, even though uh, it's, it's been changed dramatically. Uh, what we say is uh, it's still considered uh, a stolen item. Uh, all right, so it's not that the, uh, the guy acquires it once he made a change to it. It's still considered essentially uh, the stolen item. All right, that was Rebbe Ben Yaakov uh, continuing our... Um, 
our discussion uh, with, with the last uh, one, uh, no, sorry, the second last one, we had Shimon ben Lazar and Rabbi Shmuel. So now, Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, uh, Mahi, uh, what is the statement of Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar? Tatanya, Klauze, Amma Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar, Kol, Shivach, Shishbich, Gazlan. Any addition uh, to the stolen animal that was made uh, by the thief, uh, it says uh, his hand is, is, uh, is on the top, in other words he's got the advantage uh, if he repays the owner uh, what we see is that uh, if he wants to if he returns the animal uh, the, the person that he stole from has to pay the difference uh, to him if he's increased uh, the value, uh, and that's, that's, we're not talking here about a natural increase, uh, we're talking here if he fattened it up, uh, we assume it, it means he fattened it up uh, over here. Alright, so now uh, what happens is you have to pay the difference between that and if he wants to, you can say uh, that is what, you know, here it is uh, have it back. Uh, so now we find that a little bit strange. Uh, what does that normally say? Normally uh, when we say uh, that um, yeah, here it is, take it back. Uh, we have that in a situation where it's gone down in value uh, and not where it's uh, increased in value. Uh, so h- how do we understand that? Amrav Sheshet, Haki Kama. No, this is what we are talking about. Hishbiecha, Notel Shivko. So what happens if the, if the, if the thief, uh, if the robber comes along and uh, makes it bigger uh, and fatter, etc., he takes his profits. Okay, Chachash. Uh, if the animal gets weakened, uh, if it's decreased in value, uh, you can give it back uh, to the guy as it is and say, listen, uh, here's your animal, I, took, I stole your animal, and here it is back. So the, 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 the person can't say about that, despite the fact that it's gone down in value, he can't say, uh, listen, you know, you haven't looked after it, I want payment, because uh, now it's decreased in value, uh, he get the, he's not allowed to do that. Because uh, despite its change, the actual item uh, is still in its place. He hasn't acquired it uh, due to that change. He gives it back uh, to that. So that is uh, his source. Iyachi, uh, so even in, even in that situation, I feel you, so then if he hasn't acquired it, uh, then even if the, he, he made it fatter, uh, it should be the halakha as well. He should be forced uh, to give it back. Uh, and, and it should be fatter, and it would be uh, his loss. Uh, it should, should still belong um, to the, 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 the original owner and uh, you shouldn't get anything back if you say that you have to give the animal back and, and you can give it back when it's less you should just have to give it back in its uh, current state even if it's worth more uh, and then we say um, uh, Amri uh, you know why, why is that not the case Amri no because of uh, as we're going to see we're going to actually uh, have quite a, a little bit about it now uh, really what it is is to say listen and someone who wants to do tshuva, uh, the rabbis allow you uh, to go along and they put in place uh, every mechanism so that you should do tshuva. They want to make it as easy as possible uh, for, for you to do tshuva. If you say, listen, I give the thing back, but now I'm going to have to pay in uh, money, so not only am I going to be called a thief, uh, it's going to cost me money, uh, then I'm not actually going to give it back at all. Uh, the rabbis say, no, give it back and you'll actually get money uh, back for it so, so that, you know, to reimburse you. Sorry. Um, 
All right, so now uh, that is, uh, that's that Takanat HaShavim. All right, anyway, uh, so we have proved that uh, Rabbi Shun ben Lazar holds that as well. Now, the last person in that group uh, that we mentioned was Rabbi Shmuel, uh, that holds this opinion as well, even though it undergoes a change, it's still considered to have the same status before the change. Rabbi Shmuel, Mahi, uh, what is that? Tatanya, mitzvat paya, lafresh minakama. What happens is you have to do with paya uh, is you have to set aside a corner of your field uh, for the poor person. You meant to do that uh, when it is to separate it from grain that has not been uh, harvested yet, and that's a uh, minakama uh, from standing grain. Vloifrish minakama, mafrish mina omdim, omarin. Sorry, what happens is if you if if not, and you did cut it down, uh, and what you do is you separate it from the sheaves of grain uh, that uh, that have already been harvested and that are lying there on the field. Vloifrish mina omdim, omarin, and if you haven't separated uh, from these sheaves, uh, then mafrish minakri. Uh, you separate it from the pile of grain until you have not, unless you have smoothed it once you have smoothed it uh, then uh, according to the first opinion then it's too late to just uh, give payah uh, what you have to do you have to take a maaseh off and then give a portion uh, of, to the poor person as payah uh, so they won't have to tithe uh, what they receive and then lose out uh, they'll, they'll end up losing uh, 10% of uh, of it and, and possibly uh, 20% because the Masa Shani as well. Rabbi Shmael Umru, however, Rabbi Shmael says, listen, Afamrafrish, Minesa, and law. No, uh, what you can even do is take payah of, uh, of, of dough. Obviously, dough has been significantly changed uh, from the actual underlying wheat. Uh, it's now dough, uh, and therefore, uh, you, know, you would still have to take payah off the dough and give it to the poor. Uh, so even though the grain is significantly changed, uh, you still are obligated in payah. All right, so that is, uh, uh, that's that. But obviously, so, so we had mentioned all these five uh, Tanaim, and about Amalei, Rapapa Labai, so Rapapa says to Baya, Ichpol, Ko Hani Tanai, because one of the opinions uh, in there was Beit Shammah's opinion uh, and we say all these Tanaim are working so hard uh, to uh, approve an opinion of Beit Shammah that doesn't seem to make any sense uh, because we don't follow Beit Shammah in practice no, no, this is what uh, they mean to say but if I say, uh, they're saying that uh, even Beit Hillel uh, would actually uh, agree uh, with Beit Shammah as well. So even uh, Beit Hillel, uh, they, they maintain, uh, will agree that uh, if you change an item, uh, it wouldn't affect its status. All right, that is uh, all a buyer's answer. Uh, over here, and uh, and and he said that that was uh, that, that we started off uh, today with Amarabai. Right. So now that was all Abai's answer. Now Amarava, uh, Rava gives a different uh, understanding. He says, "How do you know uh, that they're all um, that they're all saying the, the same thing? Uh, maybe each of these cases is actually an exception, uh, and that's now now we just deal uh, with all of them, and we say, listen, maybe there's a special reason uh, all of these Tanaim." Uh, hold uh, th- their opinion in this situation, uh, but only in this situation, and it's not a general rule. A general rule. Uh, Dilma, Adkan, Lo Kama, Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehuda Hatam, Rabbi Shimon Ben Yehuda, that is only talking about the case. Ella Batseva, uh, he had mentioned in the case of the the wool that was uh, sheared. Uh, he says that that was dyed. He says you would still it still counts as. Um, 
Reshit uh, Hagais, uh, and you'd have to give that to the Kohen. Tzafun. What you can do is you can wash it, and once you wash it, uh, seemingly it wasn't a very strong dye over there, and the wool could return uh, to its natural state, and therefore be considered as uh, a, a part of the of the amount of Reshit Hagais that you have to give. Vadkan lo kama Shamai, even Bait Shamai holds. Hatam ela legavoa mishum de im is right what happens is in this situation uh, Beit Shammai wouldn't allow you to take grapes and uh, turn it into wine or, or oil uh, I mean olives and turn it into oil and wheat and turn it into flour uh, because, and give it up uh, and bring it up uh, to the Beit Hamikdash because it's disgusting because uh, the source was disgusting uh, I, the source was tainted uh, by, by a payment for this prostitute and therefore uh, you shouldn't bring that up on the altar Vatkan lo ben Yaakov hatam and says that even if you if you go along and steal wheat and, and, and crush it and grind it and do everything like that uh, he says uh, and what brocha do you make on the chala he says you don't make a brocha on the chala elan inyan bracha that's only a, 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 in terms of the blessing mishum mitzvah that would be a mitzvah that comes as a result of a sin uh, but in other ways, in other things, he says, only then, uh, that's why you don't say a brocha. But not ultimately, because he holds everything uh, w- would have to be returned, and we don't uh, uh, recognize a significant change. Uh, really, with, uh, what, what happens is Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar says, listen, the guy has to pay uh, the item back uh, uh, when it is um, weaker, and you can say, here it is in front of you, uh, because he says that it's reversible. He could uh, fatten the animal up. Uh, it's not considered actually a significant change, uh, after all, because you could, animal uh, could get fat, and in, in, uh, you feed it a lot, and then it will get fat in, in a short period of time, and therefore uh, it is reversible. And then later on, the last one that we had, the Fifth uh, opinion. Adkan lo kamer Rabbi Shmuel. Hatam elal inyan paya. He was only talking with inyan paya. The mishum dictiv tazov yatera. There two times where it says lani tazov. You should give it over uh, to the the poor. Uh, person. All right, it, it mentions it in, in, in uh, uh, both uh, in, in Kadoshim and then later on uh, in Emor. Okay, both of those times. So there's an extra time that mentions Tazov and therefore Vikitema, Ligmor Mina. So even if the grain was changed, you'd have to give it over uh, to uh, the poor person. Uh, and also Viligma Mina, maybe what you would say, like maybe you should learn uh, from there that any time an item isn't affected uh, by undergoing a change, payer, uh, and we should learn out from there to everywhere else. No, Matanotanim, Shani, we'd say uh, that uh, poor people are treated differently, they're treated more leniently uh, than other halachot. Okay, uh, that, uh, the, the, so, you know, uh, Rava comes along and dismantles seemingly all Abai's uh, proofs that all of these people are saying the same thing, that a significant change uh, can, uh, should, uh, it retains its original status and the, and the thief. Uh, the robber uh, does not acquire it via uh, his uh, it, it, it physically changing it. All right, so now, and also could have uh, Rabbi Yochanan, and now we just add on that uh, Rabbi's claim in terms of Rabbi Shmuel uh, is supported by a statement of Rabbi Yochanan, Dubai uh, Rabbi Yochanan, uh, my time, Rabbi Shmuel. He says, "What is the reason of Rabbi Shmuel?" Mishum de Kasava Shinu Einu Kone Odilma Ba'alma Kasava Shinu Kone Vacha Mishum Dictiv Tazov Yatera. He says, "What is the re- what is the reason of Rabbi Shmuel? Uh, is he because he holds that change does uh, even a significant change does not." 
let the robber acquire the item, or maybe he holds that really it does uh, allow you to acquire the item, but it's different because uh, in, the, in the case of payer, uh, it's written extra time, ties off. Uh, so that is the, the question. And if you would hold that the reason Rabbi Shema, Mishum Dixavam Shunui, Eno Kone, Tazov Yatera, Kativ, Rahman Alamili. So if it changes not uh, allow you to acquire an item, why do I need the extra Tazov? Uh, it says the two, and moreover, Larabana and Tazov Yatera, Tiktiv, Rahmana Lamali. And so, and also, according to the rabbis, you see that payer is not allowed to be taken from dough. Uh, why do you need, uh, you know, the leaving a second time? Uh, why do you need that extra uh, Tazov? So, Mibale, Yatanya, no, so at least that uh, we can say uh, with the writer. It says, Hamafkir Karmo, Vishkim Baboke Vatro. What happens is, in this situation, a person thinks he's being clever. Uh, what he does is he, uh, uh, he he gives up ownership. He's got a big vineyard and he's got to take off uh, all of the um, uh, the uh, uh, the, the aniim. He's got to take off all the, uh, the the things that you have to uh, give over to the poor people. These gifts uh, that you have to give over to the poor poor, poor people. However, uh, if uh, something is hefker, uh, if something is ownerless, uh, then uh, you don't have to remove uh, some of the gifts. So a mafkir kamo. So a person, the rabbis decreed that listen, if you uh, go along as the as the vineyard owner and uh, say, listen, just before you go to bed. Uh, late at night, you say, listen, um, uh, um, you go out into the field and you just say, okay, guy, uh, you go out into your vineyard, you say, listen, I'm making everything hefker over here. Anyone who wants to come along is able to come and take it. And then you go to sleep and you wake up early in the morning and you walk out and lo and behold, uh, no one's taken possession of it. You say, okay, well, if no one's taken possession of it, I'm going to take possession of it and I'll be exempt. So uh, the rabbis, uh, you know, saw through a uh, cheap trick like that and therefore uh, they said, if you if you say your your vineyard is hefker vishkim baboke vatro and then you come along and you harvest it, uh, what we have to do, uh, what the rabbis said about that chayv v'peret olodot v'shicha v'peya, what you have to do in all of these cases, uh, you have to drop if the grapes that are dropped off, uh, that's called peret or peret, you know, and uh, and and olodot uh, grapes that haven't formed properly, they have to have a certain shape. Um, and that's it. You have to uh, have that all uh, lot is all in Masechet uh, Payot. It's in Yerushalmi, uh, and uh, as, as well, that's in, in the Mishnayot at the end of Payah. And then also, if you leave grapes behind, Mitzvah Payah, uh, all of those gifts to the poor uh, that uh, you would have to give anyway. So you haven't exempted yourself from there. Upatu however, you are exempt from the Mitzvah of Maaser uh, because that doesn't apply to an ownerless field. Okay, so, and the reason you have to give the, the gifts to the poor because says Tazov twice and that's what the rabbis learn from that alright so that uh, concludes uh, that part of, uh, of, of uh, you know the discussion of, of those various opinions now I'm Rabbi Yuda I'm Ashmu but Halacha uh, where do we go Halacha Rabbi Shimbe Laza Halacha goes like Rabbi Shimbe Laza he says that even if the stolen animal uh, decreased in value uh, you, the, the, the robber is entitled uh, to give it back uh, to the owner in its original state uh, it says 
already say uh, such a thing. Uh, it says we don't uh, evaluate uh, change uh, with regard to value, neither for a thief nor a robber. As we said, uh, a thief is one, someone who steals surreptitiously, and a robber is one who just goes out there and steals blatantly. Uh, what they have to do, what we say is, they keep the item, and what what they have to pay the the uh, um, uh, and they have to pay the, the guy back the value uh, back, and you only uh, you only work out how much a thing has changed uh, for damage. Okay, and, uh, and that's it. For example, one person's ox killed another person's ox. You have to come along and say, listen, uh, here's the carcass, and you work out the value between this, you know, when alive and dead, uh, etc. And that, that that is what you have to do. So uh, uh, that is that. Okay, so. Uh, you know, so what does Shmuel say? And uh, did you have to give the actual item back, or did you give the value back? Uh, so we, we're unsure about that. Bishlama, Rava, we can understand with Rava. Nadama ki ki kama Rabbi Shmuelaza hatam bechasha dada lo kasha. We can understand according to Rava, who uh, undone all of those previous things. You said Rabbi Shmuelaza said it over there. That uh, he said it's only with uh, the animal where you weakened it, you underfed it, and that change is uh, reversible. Uh, then we can understand it. Really, he says, despite the change, uh, the item is still in its place. That is only because it could be reversed. And that's it. And that, when Shmuel says over there, um, uh, it says, uh, and when he says uh, that you 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 don't uh, work out the the change in value uh, for thieves or robbers, but only in the case of damages, uh, he says that only where it's irreversible, uh, and uh, that's uh, when you'd. Um, uh, could you know give it back as is, so that's when it's irreversible. However. Yeah, so we, we, the, we, we're still discussing it, uh, but the question is, so yeah, just in terms of what the actual halakha is, if you steal something from someone else and, and the guy gave up, uh, that's that we haven't discussed, you know, Yayush, but Yayush is always there, uh, even if it wasn't uh, changed um, irreversibly, the, 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 the thief actually acquires uh, any value of the item after the owner, the owner gives up, and you pay the value uh, at, at the time uh, when the owner gives up. Uh, of, uh, of of you know, getting it back, monetary, and that's monetary, monetary. See me, you because that's it. You you acquire it, as we're going to see, uh, because of Takanata Shavim, uh, as we uh, as we're going to examine over here. All right, so Ella uh, Labaya, uh, but according to Abaya, Dama Kiyama Rabbi Shimra Lazar Chasha Delo Hada Kama Ma but according to Abaya. He says that Rabbi Shimba Laza uh, says his opinion, even with the animal uh, which uh, you know is irreversible. What can we say about that? Uh, Abai Matniachi uh, Abai says like, uh, as as follows: Amar Rabbi Huda, Amar Shmuel, Amru Halacha, Rabbi Shimba Laza, Avlos Relay. No, he says uh, the, the the way he teaches it. Uh, Shmuel says some people say uh, the Halacha is like Rabbi Shimba Laza, but I don't hold that way. Uh, so that's how he teaches that. All right. So now uh, one. 
once we're talking about this, we continue. Uh, he says from a Torah uh, perspective, uh, from a Torah perspective, start an item uh, that was changed, even though, despite the fact that it was changed, uh, it, uh, you should give it back. Uh, you should, uh, as it is, it's still uh, you know, ex- existing uh, in, in the world. It hasn't been shechted or, or, or changed in any way. Uh, should be given back as it is. You should take what he give back uh, what he stole over there. As you return it, in any case, even it has been changed. Uh, and it says, makom. Uh, in any way it happens. If you would say, what about a Mishnah? Seemingly, uh, if it's changed, uh, the robber would just uh, pay money for it. Because of uh, this decree, we want to make people. Uh, um, uh, you know, do tshuva, and uh, it's, if it's make it too hard for them uh, to do tshuva, uh, then uh, they're, they're not going to do tshuva. Uh, it says, "Umi amar Rabbi Yochanan hachi." Did Rabbi Yochanan really say that? Uh, it says, "Vama Rabbi Yochanan." Rabbi Yochanan says, "Alachus ta Mishnah." The lachus goes like an anonymous Mishnah. Utnan, and we we teach a Mishnah in terms of reishit hakeis, which we discussed yesterday. Uh, it says, "Lo efsik litno ad shitzavol." Uh, as we saw, if the owner of the sheep didn't manage to give the, the wool uh, to the Kohen and then he goes along and dies it, uh, he is exempt uh, from giving it to the Kohen. So we see that dying is significant. Uh, and it says, Amalahu. Uh, uh, and one of the rabbis responded Rabbi Yaakov Shmein Rabbi Yaakov uh, was his name Rabbi Yochanan. he says it was explained to me uh, by uh, Rabbi Yochanan directly as we saw yesterday as well you take uh, uh, wood that has been sanded down uh, plain wood and you fashion it into a vessel uh, that, that is something which could uh, be changed uh, and um, back into its original state. So you don't acquire it from a Torah perspective, uh, but uh, we, we, we say with Takanat Ashavim, you do. All right, so now once we're talking about Takanat Ashavim, uh, we have uh, the following discussion about Takanat Ashavim. Tan Rabbanan, Hagazlem, Malve, Ribit, Shikazuru, Ein Makablim Nehem. Uh, if, uh, if a robber uh, comes along and returns uh, a stolen item or the interest uh, back to the person they took it from, it says you shouldn't accept it from them. Uh, and uh, it, it, it says uh, if you um, uh, do accept it back from him, uh, the rabbis aren't particularly uh, pleased uh, with you. Uh, and, and, you know, why, why, why is that? You know, the, the, they don't have peace of mind. It says, you know, that it means that the rabbis angry with you actually and that's it so the, the question is you know how, how could this be and there are people that say you know surely there are times where we do return interest there are times where we do come along and uh, give back the items so maybe it's a decree uh, for the time so that is what we are saying Amrav Yochanan really the statement uh, that we mentioned was only in the days of Rabbi Huda Hanasi alright uh, what is that Tatanya as we learned in the Brata but I'm a chad, uh, should be cash. 
Lasot Chuva, the man, one guy, he was a thief. Uh, his whole life, his uh, uh, his whole essence was to steal things, and he wanted to realize that uh, towards you know at a certain point in time uh, that he'd done the wrong thing. He wanted to do Chuva. Amalo Ishto, and his wife said to him, uh, "Not a good, uh, not a good wife here. Reika, you empty one. Imata or said Chuva, if you go along and you do Chuva, Afilu Avnait Anushel Shacha. Even if you're you're going to have to give everything back, and even the belt uh, that you're wearing is not yours. Yours. You're going to be left uh, penniless, and as a result, Nimna Vuluasa Chuva. Uh, and uh, he changed his mind and he didn't do tshuva at that time uh, they said uh, that they say the, a, a person that stole and, uh, and, and, and took money on interest and even though he wants to give it back uh, we don't accept it back from him if you uh, get it back from him and uh, the rabbis are not happy uh, with you. So, uh, we challenge that. Uh, what about the following brata? Uh, it says the father uh, left uh, money uh, for them and it was money earned as interest. Even though they are, uh, they are sure uh, that it is interest, they know that it is interest, uh, they don't have to return them. Uh, so the Gomorrah says, Inu, uh, the law, uh, you know, the law, uh, they themselves, as the children, uh, would not have to uh, return it. That is inference. Uh, however, their father would have to uh, return it and uh, the victim would have been able to accept uh, the interest back. Uh, so how do you reconcile that? No, even uh, according to the law, uh, the father wouldn't have to return it. And the reason that we teach this uh, in terms of uh, them, it says, because we want to teach the last part. However, if the father left him a, 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 a cow or a, a, a garment and something that is uh, obvious, a specific item, uh, they are obligated uh, to give it back because of the honor of their father. Uh, it's because the first part talked about them, uh, the last part also talked about them. So now the Gomorrah asks, it says, So really, is it as a result of the father uh, that you'd have to give him uh, honor, you know, if it's something uh, that you could identify and therefore would be embarrassing uh, if you kept it and people say, oh, look, at that, that, that person's father stole that item and look at that. So it's embarrassing uh, for them as the children uh, to, to think that way. Uh, but we say, listen, does anyone care about the honor of the father? Uh, that they'd have to return it. Ikri Khan Venasi Bamecha Lotaor. There's a verse in Parshat Mishpatim. You're not allowed to uh, curse a uh, curse a ruler of your people. Uh, what does that mean? It says Bose Mase Amcha. It's only someone uh, that. Uh, um, Acts like a person of your people that does that does that follows the Torah, uh, and if you uh, curse uh, someone that's that's wicked, uh, you are allowed to curse a wicked person that does not uh, follow the Torah. So if your father's a thief, uh, there's no mitzvah to honor him uh, over here. So you know why would the children have to do that to honor their father? Uh, and therefore the Gemara answers no. Kedama Rabbi Rab Pinchas. It's like Rapinka says, Bishah, 
Uh, no, your father is a good guy. He did uh, tshuva ultimately, and he wanted to return it. Hachanami tshuva. So to uh, Rabbi Shimon said it. Uh, Rabbi Pinchas said about a different case, which we uh, don't quote over here. Uh, it, it's where the, the 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 guy does tshuva, and therefore, because he's no longer wicked, uh, the children do have to honor him as well. So if the guy did tshuva, uh, why was the stuff, the stolen stuff with him? Uh, one of the, the laws of tshuva uh, is that you, you have to give back uh, what you stole. And uh, as we saw uh, earlier on, that you also have to ask forgiveness in the, in the previous uh, thing, if you've hurt someone uh, and, and stuff like that. So if you've, uh, you know, if you've stolen, uh, maybe you'd also have to uh, give it back and also ask uh, for, for forgiveness, who knows uh, about about that? So you know why, why has he still got it with him? Uh, surely that's not proper tshuva. Uh, so that's a good question. you should have actually returned it uh, while he was still alive. And the Gemara answers, no, 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 he never had a chance uh, to do it. He had tshuva. He said, listen, I've really realized that I've done wrong over here. Uh, but uh, he died uh, before he had a chance uh, to give it back. That's why the children have to come along and give it back, uh, because they now they still have to uh, uh, you know, uh, uphold the honor of their fathers. Okay, Tashma. Uh, we raise another challenge uh, to that. Another brata says, with a person who steals and a person who takes interest, uh, even though they collected uh, the item, uh, they have to, even though they've taken it uh, and it's, it's seemingly theirs, they would have to return it. And the Gemara says, Gazlanim, uh, in the case of robbers, what, what collection uh, is there? Why do you talk about collection? You know, if they robbed it, they robbed it. Uh, no one's collecting anything. If they didn't rob it, they didn't rob it. They're not robbers. Okay, uh, so what does it mean you collected? What do we say? So it really is talk about uh, the, it's, it's one statement, the people who steal. And who are those? Those are people who, who uh, lend on interest. And that's, that's talking about uh, charging interest, etc. Even though they came and collected it, uh, they've collected this interest. Maxirin, you do have to pay back uh, the interest in that case. Uh, and that's it. No, what we have to say, uh, surely that goes against uh, what we said is that uh, the, uh, if, you, if you do steal uh, and then you have to you, and give back what you take and we don't, we don't accept it, uh, it says no, you give it back. Maxirin. Uh, Amri, Maxirin, Vain, Makablin, Mahim. They return it, uh, but you don't accept it from them. Ela, Lama, Maxirin. So why are they giving it back? Uh, let's say today, uh, Shemaim. Uh, they're giving it back in order to fulfill uh, their, their obligation to heaven. They must at least offer uh, to, to return uh, what they took. All right, so maybe we say that, you know, because there are times where we do accept it uh, back for them, and, and, and that is part of their trivial process. But maybe this, as we said, was a one-time uh, thing where it, at the times of Rebbe, uh, where it was done that way. Also, uh, differences uh, between a person who steals habitually, or he just steals once, if he steals habitually, like that guy, uh, we said there'd only be a, a, a little uh, a belt. There wouldn't even be a belt left for him, but then he'd, he'd lose everything. As opposed to a guy who, who stole one thing, uh, then you probably would be allowed to accept it back uh, from him. Anyway, those are different, some of the answers uh, that, that we have uh, here. 
All right, so uh, again, Tashma, again, we have another contradiction. Haruin, Gabain, Mochsin, Tshuva Kasha, Machsin, Lemechiran. So what happens is you have a, a shepherd uh, who allow the animals uh, to graze in other people's fields that's uh, stealing from them. Uh, tax collectors who are were considered uh, to, to be very problematic. They, they collect taxes on behalf of the government and they are paid on... Um, as a percentage, so they got an incentive, uh, you know, of the tax they collect, uh, or, or sometimes uh, they, the the guy said, listen, I'll um, I'll accept a certain amount of money uh, for for these um, uh, from this province, and this guy goes along and he collects much more uh, than that, so he gets uh, any of that. Um, uh, you know, the excess that he managed to collect, so it's in his interest uh, to collect as much as possible because he has to, uh, that's how he makes his money, so he's essentially stealing uh, from people. Uh, and also, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a person, a uh, mohsin, uh, is a person also, a, a type of uh, tax collector who, who buys the right to collect taxes themselves uh, and, and uh, they collect it. Uh, you know, uh, uh, unlawfully. Chivakasha, uh, we say it's hard for them to repent because once they've stolen from the public, uh, they don't know who they've ended up stealing from and they don't keep uh, exact records of who they've stolen from, so it's hard for them to do it. Makshin, uh, and it says they, they have to return what they gave back um, to, you know, to the people that they know uh, that they stole from. So it seems here that you do have to return what you stole. Amri, Maxirin, Vain, Makamnamem. Again, we say they return it, but we don't accept it from Ella, Lama, Maxirin. Let's say today, Shemaim. They have to try to return it uh, to fulfill their obligation to heaven. Uh, so they've done tshuva, etc. Iyachi, Amai, tshuva tan kasha. So why is their tshuva so hard? You know, here's a way to do it. Why is their tshuva so hard? Uh, it says, What about the last part of the brata? And it says, maskirin um, And things and people and, and items that they've taken and they don't realize who they've hurt. Uh, what you should do, you should use that money for communal uh, needs. Okay, um, and I'm Rav Kista, and Rav Kista says, what are we talking about over here? A borrowed chicken or marot, uh, you know, you, you give a pit or a ditch or a cave, uh, you come along and you, the, that gets filled with water and then the public come along, uh, you build those things, uh, it gets filled with water, public comes along and use it, so you're fe- effectively uh, helping someone out uh, that you might have stolen from and thereby returning that money to them. I'm Rav Kista, Brochkin Marot. Okay, uh, uh, sorry, that, that's, uh, that's what Rav Kista said. Uh, that's what you build with them. Ella. Uh, one way that we resolve this, we say, uh, when you have to return what you stole, that was the time before the takana. Uh, whereas after, where it says you don't accept repayment from them, that was after uh, the takana uh, was instituted by Rebbe. Uh, it says when the, when the, you don't have to return what you stole, that's only where it doesn't exist. Uh, it says, you could even say, uh, after this and this, uh, it's talking after the Takana Vulokasha, and I could explain it in another way. Uh, what is that? Uh, it says, uh, You can accept a stolen item where, it's, where it still exists, uh, but uh, where you don't accept it, uh, it's where, you know, that's, uh, where the stolen item uh, doesn't exist, uh, then the, the guy 
can keep it. However, via Avnate, the Gazela, Kiemeti, but surely uh, in the case where we started off this whole discussion about Takanata Shavim uh, properly, where the robber's wife told him he'd have to return even the belt. Uh, and, uh, and if here it is, surely that uh, existed. Surely she's talking about the belt that he was actually wearing. My Avnate, Demay Avnate. No, it means even the money uh, for the belt. But the actual belt uh, didn't even, he already sold uh, that belt. Uh, and is it really true uh, that for Kol Haikha de Gazala Kiemet, Lo Avid Rabbanan Takana, and it's, it's only the rabbis didn't say that you'd have to do it with the stolen items that exist. Uh, but what about Vahare Marish, Hagazala Kiemet, in the case of the beam? Uh, which uh, we, we've, we've seen before earlier on in this Masechet, but also in Gittin, uh, which um, we learned in the Mishnah, Utnan, Alamarish, Agazo, Shebano, Babira, Sheachol, Sheetol, Demai, Damav, Munai, Tachanat, Shavim. We had this uh, in Masechet um, Gittin when we talked about the concept of uh, doing things for Tikkun Olam uh, we, for, for the sake of the world. Uh, we said in the Mishnah, if a person steals a beam and then builds it into his uh, big mansion, his big house, uh, what you have to do, the rabbi said, what you have to do is take back the money uh, for that and give uh, the money back, but not the actual beam uh, because that would uh, break down the house. Okay, and then you'll say, listen, if I have to break down my whole house, uh, even though the beam is there, uh, I'm not going to break down my whole house. So the rabbi said, listen, uh, if you want to do tshuva, uh, take the money and give back the money. Uh, and Gomorrah says, Shani Hatam, Gavan, Deika, Pseida, Debira, Shavi Rabbanan, Kedelaita. All right, so it's uh, because uh, in this situation, uh, the rabbi say, no. Um, in effect, even if it still exists, the rabbi said, no, it's, it's different. Because uh, you'd have to destroy the whole building, uh, the rabbi treated it as if it wasn't uh, in existence uh, in its normal format. Okay, uh, that is where we will stop uh, for the day and uh, pick up tomorrow uh, with further discussion uh, on this and uh, you know, on, on, on our Mishnah. Uh, and everyone should have a great time.